Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Deep Fried Hockey Puck. My name is Mystery Steve, and this is my unedited audio journal. Uh, it's been a little bit. I decided to take a break. Uh, I decided to take a break from a lot of the things I was doing um, that I, well, I mean, that I could take a break from uh, just because I've been giving myself a little mental health break and just, you know, evaluating everything, see how, seeing how I can move forward and reconstruct myself and everything so that I can move forward with the, with the healthiest lifestyle I can. But hey, I'm not going to get into all the bored, boring, nitty gritty details. Uh, I, I, uh, over the course of the past, like a couple of what, a couple of weeks, like last one was December 4th. And right now is, oh yeah, I should say, uh, today is Saturday, December 19th at uh 9:05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh and the I th yeah, the last one was okay, so the last one was just over 2 weeks ago. It was December 4th. So it was it was 15 days ago. Anyway, not important. Um but I yeah, I've been gathering some notes so that I'd have some topics like have a bunch of topics for you guys. And uh if I can't complete them all in this episode, which knowing me I probably won't with all my rambling, uh, I'll just spread them out over the course of the next few episodes and uh, some promises that I have made for deep front hockey pucks. I promise that I will. And I know I promised again, but I, I re really, truly mean that I'm going to uh, to to follow up on them. Although I guess I should emphasize that. Uh, well, I'm not emphasize, but I guess like I don't really need to keep the promise a secret. I promised that I would like I promised that I would do the stand up set. <clears throat> that I did for open mic night uh, last week. Uh, and like, I, I promised I would do it for deep red hockey pucks. In fact, I promised I would do it for deep red hockey pucks before even doing it, but it will be done for this. If you care or you don't, I'm just telling you that's coming and it's going to be fun. And thank you to Shiseki, by the way, if you're listening uh, for, and I know I already texted you about this, but you know what? It's a good tip to just send out regardless. Uh, if you want to get into doing comedy or stand up or anything like that, and you want to like write stories to tell in front of a in front of a crowd, such as a stand up set, uh, what you want to do is you want to try and every day write something. It's it's kind of like the old rule of like if you like drawing, every day draw something. It doesn't matter if it's good; it can be total absolute boring dog shit. In fact, a lot of them will be. Uh, and, but you need to, you need to do whatever art you are trying to get into every single day, uh, whatever way that you can manage, even if it's one brush stroke, even if it's one little side, like pun or whatever, just to make sure that you're keeping the gears loose, just to make sure you're keeping yourself in the practice. And I've been writing a good handful of, uh, little, you know, little stories that I had, none of which have I actually edited yet besides that first set. And... Yeah, I'm just excited to do more stand-up. I don't know when I'm going to do it. Maybe probably open mic night this coming week. Because I didn't do it this week and like I planned to. But th this coming week, I definitely will. I know everybody makes that kind of promise. But I I, I plan on doing it. And uh, I'll I, what I'm going to try and do is record that stand-up set as I'm doing it there. Like, I'm going to try and do it. Like, because I unfortunately had to do it in 2d mode uh when i was doing the first one uh because my headset decided ah, i'm not gonna charge right before it and so 
And so uh, I had to do it in 2D mode, unfortunately, which means people couldn't see my gestures or anything, but, it, you know, give and take. And uh, but you can still hear my words perfectly fine. But I might do 2D mode on purpose for this next one. And the reason I say that is so that I can record it and actually just like put it out for Deep Fried Hockey Pucks by itself. You guys could hear, you know, the laughter or emojis if the audience is muted. And uh, you guys could hear just exactly how it is when I perform it. And also, frankly, I could just use it for my own notes. Uh, but anyway, and I already said I was moving on to actual topics we're going to discuss today. I know I'm five minutes late, but fuck it. Uh, so, uh, so I recently, because of a friend of mine, I actually did the Star Trek episode with her, Ashley Abstract. Uh, she recommended to me a fantastic Netflix show. I really hope it's uh, on Netflix in your region as well, from wherever you're coming from, listener you. Uh, this show called Somebody Feed Phil. Now, and relevant to this, semi-relevant, uh, I actually contacted Anchor to ask if bringing up, like, if, if talking about cannabis, uh, especially with me being in a legal region and of legal age, uh, if, if it was permitted as, you know, of course, as long as, like, I'm not condoning it to anybody who shouldn't be taking it, whether by the law or by personal health. But anyway... Uh, the reason that's relevant is because like twice now in our own personal time, just, uh, just Ashley and I decided, well, um, she would get drunk and I would, uh, and I would get high and we would watch a lot of somebody feed Phil. And I got to tell you, so if you're high, when you watch, like your first thought is to watch a TV show or a movie that's like really fun or whatever. But the thing is, when conflict comes up in a movie, it might hit you harder than you want it to. <laughs> like if stuff is like going otherwise than you would like uh, or otherwise than the protagonist would like, it might hit you in a way that you do not desire. But with somebody feed Phil, I actually should describe what the fucking show is, but it, it's basically just a absolutely no conflict absolutely no strife not even a drop of negativity just love and passion and delicious scrumptious shit to look at uh basically it's where i think the guy that and correct me if i'm wrong on any of these details but the guy that wrote uh or created somebody who has like a a lot to do with everybody loves raymond uh he goes around the his name is phil as you might guess he goes around the world to different regions all different cities from across the planet and he finds uh the most just unique obscure abstract wonderful dishes from across the planet and he explores the city that they're that they're from little pieces of the rest of the country and their culture usually that part's in the second half of any episode but he focuses a lot on the food part of it and he tries everything and everything's like the best thing he's ever eaten <laughs> and it's like and he just gushes over he gushes over good food and good attitude and it's something that i i i just i love it to bits and pieces and if you just need something feel good, if you're having a bad day and you just need something just bubbly and nice and feels like home to cheer you up, uh, like maybe not your home, but feels like you, someone who makes you feel like you're at home, uh, it's a perfect show to watch for a case like that. Just pure 
wonderful, bubbly, syrupy, sappy bliss. It's just, it's, and you get to see good food. You get to see stuff that like, if you want to travel to somewhere, you're like, you could be like, hey, I want to try that. Or if they go particularly in depth, maybe you want to try and make it on your own. I don't, I, I don't know if they go in depth enough for you to know exactly how to make it. I'm sure that in some cases they deliberately don't do that in the case of family recipes. But just watch it. It's good. It's good stuff. It's a, it's a phenomenal show, whether you're inebriated or not. And so go catch somebody feed Phil. And uh, just the obligatory, if this is your first episode watching. Also, oh, I don't know if I have to say mature. Uh, there's a, uh, no, no, there's an explicit tag on anywhere this would be. So never mind. But uh, I, I need to mention that I'm not sponsored by anybody when I say anything on this. If I gush about something, it's just because I really love it. And if it's, if it is because I'm being paid, you'll know. I will tell you. Trust me. Um, and, all, and not just because it's illegal not to, but because you should know if you're being advertised to. On another note, because fuck people who make that a little hidden. Anyway, on a note that is probably just a little bit more relevant to you, especially if you are coming from the VR landscape, if you go in alt space, VR chat, rec room, what have you. Uh you might be familiar with a little thing called Oculus Link, and if you've seen pre, if you've sorry listened to previous episodes of this very podcast, you'll know that I've been having some adventures with my. Uh, I've been having some adventures trying to get my uh, third party, but wonderfully working link cable to work, and it it's working now. Just to let you know, but uh, it yeah, it, it, in certain cases, link cables get a little finicky. I'll just put it that way. And it does take a little bit of elbow grease, mental and physical, to figure out how to get shit done so that it actually works the way it's intended to. Although, with some recent updates, I don't know if that's actually as difficult as it was at first for me. But anyway, uh, enough about uh, like enough about the stuff that I've already had regarding it. I finally figured out. And this is even if you can't like even if you are facing an issue where uh, basically if you're facing the issue where you can't get the microphone, the headset microphone to work when you're using Oculus Link, I fucking figured out exactly what you need to do. And I don't know for sure that it'll work for you, but it worked for me. Um, so for one and it probably should be noted that I uninstalled and reinstalled the Oculus drivers. I should have double checked, excuse me, so I'd remember how I did that. Uh, but basically, you actually have on your computer, if you have the Oculus app installed, um, an, ins an installer for specifically the audio drivers. I in another in the next episode or something, I'll I'll say exactly how to get there. I had to do some heavy googling, but it it's there. You can find it. And it uninstalls and reinstalls them. Uh, and that won't immediately work, at least if you're me. What apparently you need to do, at least after that, is uh, when Oculus Link starts up, like you click the little button in the quest menu to bring up Oculus Link. When you are going into Link, the quest microphone and headset. So the Quest microphone and headphones need to be already set as the default uh, or set as the audio sources in the Oculus app itself. In Windows, 
from my experience, your setting the whatever settings you have don't matter too much. I use voice meter. I don't want it to touch whatever defaults I have. Uh, and so it gets a little tedious in that case. But if you want to be able to use something like voice meter with it, here's how you can do that. Basically, uh, just make sure before you start up link, you can start up the Oculus home. Uh, the, so you can start up the Oculus app on your PC before you even do any of this and it won't launch any like VR stuff immediately. You could just go in quickly set it to like if and this is if you've already set up uh quest link with the oculus app i i keep almost saying oculus home app jesus christ but yeah the, so this will only work if you've already set it up with it basically when it's when oculus link is not yet enabled just switch it over to quest microphone and quest headphones you will be able to get to that setting even without link enabled currently then if it's already like that when you get in that's when your microphone will start working and then when you're already there you can set it to windows settings if you like although every single time from my experience at least i mean i think sometimes it like still worked anyway but it was probably a fluke because it didn't work very often like that uh, you just need to make sure that every single time it is already on Quest microphone, Quest headphones. I don't know if it needs to be both. I just did both for the sake of measure, like good measure. But um, yeah, just if you make sure of that, everything else should line up pretty well. There is a bit of a delay, unlike with the Rift CV1. There's like a slight delay and it'll be a little too much. At least for me, it's too much. You You might not find it too much. Uh, kind of like the the old whisper challenge on YouTube. It kind of feels like that if you always have your mic audio feeding through to your headphones because you can't hear your voice plainly, clearly through your headphones. And so uh, what I would always do with the CB1 in my later months having it is I would route the Rift mic through to my headphones and, you know, so that I could hear my own audio. And it worked fine. But with the Quest, there's just enough delay that it doesn't really work too well like that. And so what I do is I just have my uh, headphones listening to the desk mic, the one I'm using right now. And yes, I sound far away to me, but I'll still be able to hear what I sound like. Other people then, because of my what the way I have voice meter configured, they then end up hearing the Quest audio. And if none of this makes any sense to you because you're not a tech person, I'm sorry, but... There's probably someone out there that needed to hear this because I tried for months to get this to work again, and it is not easy to figure all this shit out. Uh, and so hopefully I just saved you a shit ton of hard work and pain and blood, sweat and tears. Uh, so for the next one, I'm not going to make any promises, but I do want to try this in some way, shape or form. I want to try animating some of these episodes of Deep Fried Hockey Pucks, like editing, like editing them to be palatable in a quick listen format. Like I'll keep them unedited for whatever platform you're currently listening on. But if I do, uh, if I animate them, then I will edit them to be a little more cleanly cut. And then I will just edit, like, I will animate my cartoon avatar over top of it, the Mystery Steve logo. Uh, if you don't know what that looks like, I believe if you go to youtube.com slash Mystery Steve, I could be wrong. Let me just double check that real quick. 
slash mystery steve oh that's oh maybe it's youtube.com slash the real mystery steve maybe i think ahead of is that tell me that's not it of course that's it so pretentious anyway i made it when i was a lot younger but uh yeah so if you go to youtube.com slash the real mystery steve that's where i'll post them if i do it Again, I make too many promises I can't keep, so I'm just going to say I hope to do this, but I might not. Uh, but th the character that you see in the center of the banner and in the profile picture is going to be the one that I animate, in case that's not already clear. Uh, and so I want to say look forward to that, but I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. So just be like, so just, if that sounds like a cool idea to you, then fasten your seatbelts, I guess, and hope for the best. Cross your fingers and click your heels. Um, now, oh, oh, this was an old note. Definitely. Okay. So, yeah, I still need to vent this, so I might as well. Cinemas are potentially just going out outright. I don't like it. I really, 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 like I'm, this is not a bit, this is not a funny bit, this is not a joke. I know it is such a phenomenal first world problem to have, but just bear with me. For my whole life, aside from the music that I listen to on a regular basis, going out to a theater, or no, you know what? No, even beyond the music I listen to, watching movies is just it's part of who I am. It's not my whole personality, but it is something that I hold extremely near and dear to my heart. Like I can't like this is gonna sound super like cringy fanboyish. I really don't give a fuck. Move my movie collection to me is like the Bible that a Catholic keeps by their fucking uh by their bedside. Uh, except mine doesn't <laughs> mine doesn't tell me to prosecute gay people. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say is movies, especially the experience of like just having the just having the ability, having the opportunity when convenient or when celebrating something to go out or when you really need that feeling to go out to a real physical movie theater, sit down with some maybe with some snacks if you got some extra cash on you and you just sit down with a room full of people that care just where at least a few of them care just about as much about movies as you do especially if you're going to a fucking marvel movie people go fucking insane at those and i love it but i cannot live in my life thing knowing that that's not going to happen again and i know that it's not certain and that's why like, and by the way, this isn't in case anyone misinterprets this. This isn't me doing a cry for help and saying I'm going to off myself or whatever. No, that's not it at all. Just to clarify abundantly. No. If I cared enough about movies to do that, I would cut myself off. <laughs> I'd be responsible enough to 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 know to do that. But regardless, just my quality of life. <laughs> decreases by at least 40 percent i might even botching be botching that number by a little bit but 
it it'd suck. It would suck so overwhelmingly for me to know that theaters aren't going to open back up. And I again, I know it's not certain, but there's just such a possibility and it really, truly bothers me. And I just want to vent that because some big ass theaters have been just permanently closing recently. My local theater uh, for the first time since like soon after the pandemic started completely closed its doors but it did say temporarily i'm hoping that that's not the i'm hoping that they won't end up eating their words and that it is temporarily but yeah for a while they had this thing going i'm sure their local theater near you was doing it as well um they were putting out old classic movies that you know fan favorites of people at a very discounted price uh, on the big screen to entice people to come back. But they were also selling fewer tickets uh, so that people could socially distance properly. They had such good, like, I can't, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to, like, somehow incriminate where I don't, I don't want to somehow, not incriminate, but, like, I don't want to somehow dox myself in case it would somehow, without me realizing it, reveal where the fuck I live. So I'm just going to say... Congratulations to a theater uh, that is not fucking Cineplex. I will I will say it's not Cineplex because I don't want to give them any of that credit. Fuck you, Cineplex, uh, for more than one reason. Uh, I think I've already gotten into my primary reason for saying fuck Cineplex before. If not, someone can let me know uh, in, in on Twitter, Twitter uh, at Mystery Steve. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can let me know on Twitter if I said it if I didn't say it yet, and so I'll be I'll be glad to tell the story. But the the current thing on top of that is I don't know if this policy is still in place, but they don't require you to wear a fucking mask at Cineplex. I they probably now that they're required to do, but they don't they didn't make that a requirement near the beginning of the pandemic and it just made me so overwhelmingly furious even past the other sh shit that's wrong with them so i'll just say it's not cineplex fuck you cineplex um I, I i don't have any fear in saying that but my local theater uh which there actually might be one near you i don't know why i'm saying local but it's a theater local to me. it's a theater that is near me it is a theater that is near me they're very good at their uh at their COVID regulations they are just so phenomenal at it and they're very nice and patient when it comes to helping you with your uh like when it comes to helping you in these ways uh i really you know it'd be neat if like okay i because i know that mm -hmm, i hope that one day anchor will open up their sponsorship spot like sponsorship feature because they actually like will hunt out for sponsorships for you if you enable it but the thing is getting paid for it is a thing exclusive to people in the united states at least as of the last time i checked which was not long ago uh and so i really hope they'll open that up to canada uh and specifically for the reason that uh, I would absolutely love to give this theater like a proper shout out, like full of anything they'd want me to say, because this is like, cause they're just such a great place. Um, and like, yeah, them paying, them, them paying me would be, in, would be, would be enough in my mind to risk doxing myself in case on the off chance. Um, but where was I going? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so they had that for a while. 
And the only movie that I saw during this time was Sponge on the Run. I love Sponge on the Run. The story is a little weak, but the voice acting and the animations, like everything visually about it is gorgeous. Of course, the SpongeBob cast is always phenomenal at voice acting. I'll follow them anywhere they go. Uh, And yeah, it's one of those few movies where I don't love it for the sake of the plot. I don't. That's not that's not what hooks me in or keeps me there it's just it's a gorgeous movie it's a got wonderful people attached to it keanu reeves plays a not insignificant part (laughs) snoop dogg is in there for a musical number because why the fuck not it's just a cheesy fun time and it's great um but yeah i i guess that's my sponge on the run review uh, <laughs> uh sponge on the run experience review uh sorry inexperienced review uh but whew, yeah that was the only movie that i saw while it was close i'm glad that it the last movie i saw in theaters did not in fact end up being birds of prey because i don't hate that movie i just didn't want it to be the last movie i saw in theaters uh and so i'm a little bit more glad that it was spongebob but i just hope that that's not i i still hope that that's not the last one. It's just I'm a little more, I'm a little less afraid about it being the last one. Um, there's not much I can say on that more. Uh, also, I had, oh, this one is kind of outdated. I had internet connection problems for a while. That was also keeping me from doing episodes. That one's a bit of more of a brief point. Am I going to get through all of these? Like all of these notes? I mean, I know I have less than five minutes left, but I guess we can we can try. Um, oh, no, the next the next note is definitely... Uh, something more extensive. So, oh, the next two notes. Yeah, those are significant and extensive. So I'm actually going to cut it off here. Um, but yeah, there's some awesome points that I actually, both of these points might actually just take up their own episodes each, uh, the, depending on how long I go about it. Uh, they would definitely revolve around something I've talked about before, but just a little more so anyway but uh happy holidays by the way i know christmas is right around the corner i'm definitely doing this next i'm almost definitely doing another episode of this tomorrow and hopefully the next day i hope to keep getting back in the rhythm of this uh and if not just here's a little short burst of episodes excuse me anyway so I'll get out of your hair for now. You go prepare for the holidays with your family, whatever you're setting up, Christmas lights, menorahs, canaras, if I'm pronouncing that right. Sorry, people. I, I don't know for the people who celebrate Kwanzaa exactly how you pronounce uh, canara. Is it canara? I think it, I'm going to Google it just to make sure. I, I want to give, I want to do them justice. I did not say the activation words, Google Home. Hold on. Uh... What is the candle thing from Kwanzaa? Because I want to do this justice. Kanara. Yeah, okay. So it's K-I-N-A-R-A. So however that is pronounced, that. Hope you're getting that ready. Uh, I and... I'll be doing shit with family. Uh, if you want to listen to more of these, they'll be coming soon. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of just stalling, making sure I don't forget to say anything. If I don't see you before Christmas or New Year's, not only will I be disappointed in myself, but also I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, rest of your Hanukkah. Uh, oh, wait. 
Hanukkah ends today. So I hope for the rest of today <laughs> you have a lovely Hanukkah if you're Jewish or even if you're not Jewish. And I, I am Jewish for those of you who don't know. Um. Oh, yeah. And oh, I completely forgot to say Phil from Somebody Feed Phil is Jewish. Uh, and he just has like, he, he, oh, God, he's just got all the passion of my fucking aunts and uncles in it. And it's great. But anyway, that's the last of it. I swear. Uh, if you have any questions or topics for me to answer or cover, uh, make sure to uh, tweet me at Mystery Steve. That's Mystery with a capital M and Steve with a capital S. And make sure. Uh, oh yeah, so you can tweet them at me there. I will respond to them in the next episode that I can. Uh, if you want, if you're listening to this on Anchor, uh, and which if you click the link from Twitter, then that is exactly where you're listening to it from. Uh, then you could actually send me a voice message. You don't even need an Anchor account to do this, as far as I'm aware. I remember sending a voice message to Reznov, a buddy of mine, uh, for their Anchor podcast, the Reznov podcast, R-E-S-N-A, or either R-E-S-N-A-U-V or R-E-Z-N-A-U-V. So that podcast. And so promoting a buddy of mine there. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, so if you want to send a voice recording, I will try and even put it in the next episode if I can figure out how. And if not, I'll just respond to it. I'll respond to it either way. So without further ado, thank you very much for listening to this Deep Fried Hockey Puck. Have a lovely time.